0: But Dante comes along. He's a Florentine. He decides, "I'm going to write."
1: Now is that somebody who just has wild sex all the time
0: on on a bed of spinach? Yes. <laughs> Christine,
1: you know what? We're gonna my, the union is going to be contacting you because this whole taking jokes from me is not, I will. This is not going to stand. I mean, that was very funny, and therefore in violation of my contract. That was good. And I hate you.
0: (laughs) Hi, everyone, and welcome to Gen Extemporaneous. This is a podcast where I come up with an idea. I do some research. I grab a bottle of wine. I bring everything to Mark and he pontificates. In this episode, we are kind of taking a slight left turn from our true crime arc and straight into divine retribution by discussing Dante Alighieri's Inferno, the first part of his epic poem, The Divine Comedy. We are going to discuss a little bit about who Dante was and his place in literary history, how the divine comedy functioned in early 14th century society, who he condemned, and a little bit about why, but mostly we're going to have some laughs and fun as we sentence modern day evildoers to their rightful circle of hell. While this isn't exactly true crime, we are definitely going to be talking about some grade A bad guys. Mark and I agree with Dante's inscription at the gates of hell. Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. After all, we're Gen X. We abandon all hope the day after watching the day after. Hi, Mark Snedeker! Hello,
1: Christina LaRusso. Wasn't that clever?
0: <laughs> I, um, I feel good about that I, intro. Have to, I have to
1: say, you're treading on my turf a little bit there, so <laughs> watch yourself. Um, I would like to welcome you to tonight's podcast with a uh, an announcement of what we're drinking.
0: Oh, excellent. What is it?
1: Uh, tonight is the uh, Rita Strikes Back. Oh, <laughs>
0: Because last week was a- the was a
1: Wingardium Mangarita, mangarita I think. <laughs> oh. but now it's the Mangarita Strikes Back okay. because we're using our Death Star uh, ice cubes here tonight.
0: Cheers with our plastic cups. That's
1: right, click choose. <laughs> so yeah, you got you're getting a little comedic there in your uh, in your opening. I was. It was kind of
0: clever, right? Little, little,
1: <laughs> well, spicy, you know what? We are
0: right in my wheelhouse.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, as soon as you hear somebody say Dante Algari, oh, you you do,
0: you do a better R-roll than I, I I need one more glass of wine (laughs) to be able to get the, the correct.
1: I can provide that.
0: (laughs) Give me a hot take on the Inferno. Mark, have you read? What
1: other kind of take (laughs) would there be? It's the fucking Inferno.
0: (laughs) Have you ever read it?
1: Uh, I read, I think parts of it in, uh, AP English in high school. I did not read it in college. Because that seemed like a lot. And I'm sure you read it in the original Italian. So
0: Um yeah.
1: See, si, yeah. I did. Si. Bellissima. <laughs> um, It was was it a it wasn't a trilogy, was it? There was are three parts to the right, there's so, a
0: three parts to this epic poem. Right.
1: Paradiso Inferno.
0: Paradiso. Whatever. The Inferno. Inferno, yes.
1: (laughs) And uh, what is it like, Purgatorio?
0: Yes, si, molto bene. Yeah, yeah. you did well.
1: So (laughs) it was his take on the three areas of the afterlife in the Renaissance Christian world.
0: In the medieval Christian medieval world. Medieval Christian world,
1: excuse me. Paradise, obviously, that's the most boring of the three. I mean, doesn't heaven sound like a kind of a boring place? We'll get there. Yeah, it's nothing ever happens there. Uh, although I would say purgatory is probably not that exciting, but it's kind of like staying home on the weekend and watching TV, right? <laughs> it's like not there's not a lot of jazzy, cool stuff happening, but it's not hurting you either. You know, it's fine. And then, of course, you know, the Inferno is less than ideal place to end, end up. There you you know, internal perdition and screaming pain the whole time. You know, it's horrible. So what Dante has done is with no biblical backup at all, has decided how hell is structured. Correct. And he gives you the nine circles. Mm-hmm. And he's going to tell you, based on how the medieval world viewed the severity of various sins, where you end up depending on what you did. Now, it, it's a little weird that it presumes that you're primarily one kind of guy, right? Like you're an adulterer. You didn't do anything else wrong. You just fucked around and found out.
0: Well, like your right? biggest sin is adultery. I guess. Or is whatever. that how it
1: is? It's like they rank your sins and like your top sin was gambling,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: So you're in like circle number one or whatever it is. Yeah. Some light circle. First of all, it was it's alarming to hear all of the things that you can go to hell for. I mean, there's some you know, fairly minor transgressions that can damn you to eternal
0: uh, perdition. Yeah, I mean, primarily not being baptized. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. And those guys, through no fault of their own, in my opinion, are now being burned uh, for an infinite amount of time.
0: Well, see, that's the thing. And this is where you're not reading it is going. to. Well,
1: that that might that, look. I don't usually you, let that stop me. Yeah, That's true.
0: You <laughs> you you're coming at and and it's good because I would guess that because
1: then you get to lecture me. There are and that is no good.
0: no. I don't. It's not about lecturing you, Mark.
1: It's super about lecturing me.
0: Not completely.
1: She has now pulled down a, a whiteboard. <laughs> And she's put on uh, glasses and slid and my, them to the end of her nose.
0: I have a laser pointer. She's got a, a
1: pencil stuck in her messy bun. And
0: everyone, Miss <laughs> Yakamoto. Yes, exactly. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. <laughs> she's tidy up and I can't Science. find anything. Okay, well, good job.
1: <laughs> Ish. <laughs> Good job, uh, uneducated man
0: let's talk about Dante first of all, he was an Italian poet. He was born in twelve sixty five so wow. he's he's, he's, so in the, old. he's in the he's definitely medieval Italy
1: was he a poor He was yeah,
0: he was as a matter of fact he was not born into you a get wealthy a, you get family. All educated uh they don't really know. they suspect that he kind of learned at the foot of a master, but he, there's no real clear sense about how he was educated because his family wasn't wealthy. Never. He's not an
1: autodidact like my nephew.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, maybe to a certain extent, but you have to yeah. understand in 1265 there weren't a lot of books around. There was no; it wasn't really a humanities friendly. Yeah. Time frame to get a book, you had to go to an abbey or to right. you know a monastery of some sort. I mean, certainly also libraries, but it w- everything was handwritten at the time. There was no. How do you know he's educated? Because he hasn't got
1: shit on him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he he was he was born in 1265. Uh, he he's an Italian poet, writer, and philosopher.
1: Which are the best of all possible people,
0: right? Um, his Divine Comedy was is still widely considered one of the most. Important poems of the Middle Ages and one of the greatest, if not the greatest, literary works in the Italian language.
1: In fact, it's the only poem from the Middle Ages I know where someone didn't get a hot poker stuck in their
0: anus. (laughs) Well, they got a lot worse, actually.
1: They did, but that specific punishment was not doled out.
0: (laughs) Um, Dante, well, we're going to talk about Chaucer in a minute. Mm. Okay, so Dante is known for establishing the use of vernacular.
1: Yes, prior the, to, the Vulgate. Uh,
0: prior to Dante, things were written generally in Latin. See, si. But Dante comes along. He's a Florentine. So what he used was the Tuscan dialect. And today, if you learn Italian, if you go to Italian language class, you will learn the Tuscan dialect. Si, Toscano. You will also go to Italy after studying for four to five years and not be able, to speak, not be to, able to speak to anybody until you've been there for a little while and you've actually
1: picked, <laughs> up, the local picked up the local
0: dialect because Italy is still very, there's a very, lot of dialects and yeah. there's a lot of different ways of speaking Italian. His, his work set a precedent. The so Divine Comedy set a precedent that important Italian writers such as Petrarch and Boccaccio would later follow. So Dante, his middle ages, yeah. he's on the cusp of humanism. He's not quite there. And yeah. those guys who come after him Petrarch and Boccaccio, they are definitely humanists, right? Yeah. So he he still got a foot in the he's in still the spiritual
1: very religious theological yeah. etc.
0: yeah. Definitely. His depictions of hell, purgatory, heaven in the poem provided inspiration for the larger body of western art. And yeah. those he's he's cited as an influence not only on Italians but on Geoffrey Chaucer, John Milton, um, Paradise Lost, obviously yeah. Alfred Tennyson, and then as as with along with Petrarch and Boccaccio, he's known in Italian as in a, it, there's an Italian saying for it, but the three crowns of Italian literature. Oh, wow,
1: that's pretty good. Pretty good gig.
0: Correct. Okay, so the Divine Comedy, yeah. as with many many pieces of literature at the time, w- had lots of subtext to it. Well, it's not just what it seems to be. It's right. not just a story about going through right. hell and it's going to purgatory.
1: On the world he lived
0: in, that it is, and it, it's extremely political. In yeah. the same way that Shakespeare is extremely political,
1: super per political, yes mm-hmm. super per political.
0: Okay, but it is also fundamentally a love story too
1: between whom? <laughs> I mean, is <laughs> it like between like Judas Iscariot and the devil? Because no. oral. <laughs> no. I mean, look, uh, you have to think about this. He definitely had Judas's dick in his mouth. M- Mark. Among other things,
0: like his entire body's well, chewing away on it. Whatever. It's a love story about Beatrice. See. Si. He fell in love with Beatrice when he was 9. Well,
1: that's about when when things should happen, right? Okay,
0: it's based on some of the courtly love tropes. And those tropes actually happened in in La Vita Nuova, which is the book of poetry and prose that he wrote prior to this. Okay. About his interactions with Beatrice. And then at the end, she dies. So the Divine Comedy is actually a quest to get back to Beatrice. He wants to see her again. He knows she's in heaven. But in order to get to her at heaven, he has to take this long pathway through hell and purgatory and get to heaven. Heaven is the most boring episode, right? So we're not going to talk about purgatory. We're not going to talk about heaven, except to say that heaven is very, very boring. Because when you get to heaven, all it really is, is different ways of him talking about how great it is to bask in the light that's of it. God's glory. And
1: Honestly, in, theologically speaking, that's all it is.
0: Yeah, but that's supposed to be the most absolute bliss right, that there can right. ever be.
1: But basically,
0: it's so blissful that he can't even understand it without yeah. drinking from some kind of something fountain of understanding. Yeah. Like he has to drink from a river, I think, to be able to
1: get, get how great it how is. Great it is. Uh, if you ask me, it sounds like a it sounds like drugs. All right. It's drugs.
0: It is. Maybe it is. You're perpetually high, which maybe is not a bad thing. Well,
1: but perpetually high, if there isn't contrast, you know, at a certain point, you're just like, oh, I'm blissed out again. Great.
0: But that's it. That's That's all that it is. It's unchanging,
1: unceasing, drooling, you know, vacant eyed stare.
0: What's interesting about the Paradiso to me is that the way he describes it is hierarchical. But ultimately, ultimately what is explained to him is that it isn't hierarchical. It just appears hierarchical to him so he can understand what's going on. But ultimately, everybody, no matter where they exist in the paradiso, they exist in this ultimate state of bliss because they are reflecting on God's great glory.
1: Yeah. You have no job. You have no hobbies. You have nothing to do. Everything is just listen out to On God. Yeah sounds terrible.
0: And she and and what's interesting also is that when he he does reconcile with her in heaven and and for a lot of it he can't even look at the godlight. He has to look at the godlight reflected in her eyes like an and, eclipse. And, right. And yeah. then he
1: construct doesn't he construct a cardboard box with a pinhole in it? <laughs>
0: No, that is not. Are you whatever. sure? A positive. And most of the time, it's really even hard for him to look at it reflected in her eyes. Yeah, but then eventually lot. he gets acclimated yeah. to it. Well, because he, he can... hasn't
1: drunk the Kool-Aid yet. So
0: Right. But like the way that it starts out, the way that you're meant to um, look at it is as a, a trip through first hell. And that's yeah. really what we're going to focus on right. here. One of the things that I think bears comment, but not too deep of comment, is to say that Dante was extremely political. He was very politically motivated. Florence at the time, which is, you know, Florence is where he was born and lived. Yes. He would have considered his home country, right? Because Florence wasn't just a city in Italy. Italy wasn't Italy until 1861. So. Florence was a city-state in Italy, and they the a commune of the, is what the they called it. Roman and, Empire, and yeah. what, and yes, and Rome is very important. We'll get to that too. But he looked at it. I mean, he was a part of that the political fabric of Florence, and he fell down on the wrong side. So there was uh-huh. a there was a, there were there were warring factions. It's crazy to me to think that a small it was a city of like one hundred and twenty-five thousand people. Girl. and they were at war with one you, another.
1: So let me let me let me check you on that a little bit. Are you really shocked that a small group with a fair amount in common <laughs> would come to blows and in internecine warfare? <laughs> let me just check you on that and get back to me.
0: Not at all Thank having you having lived for the past 10 months of my life no not at all exactly. it just gets worse and worse and worse and that's actually what what is happening in florence there it's a civil war within a small right. city and they kick one group out and then the yeah. group kind of comes back in and then there's and then there's a ruling class and then that ruling class fractures into two classes right. and so so he ends up on the wrong side of his faction Towards the end of his life he was exiled from the city and he had to go live in other places. He died in Ravenna about twenty some years after well, not quite twenty some years, fifteen years or so after so was the it divine like 50 comedy. Or something? Yeah, he was in his fifties. Wow. Let's talk about the Inferno Today. There was an article that I read called The Inferno Today by Sophie Stuber.
1: Well, that's right on the nose, isn't it? She
0: was written, she wrote for the Stanford. Thanks, Soph. It was an opinion piece that she wrote for the Stanford Daily. So what she's talking about here just kind of set the stage about the Inferno. She says, in Dante's Inferno, the punishments that sinners receive are a direct response of the sins that they committed. The other thing that she says, and I think that this is really interesting, is the desire, and this this really hits home today of all days because of stuff that has happened on the Twitterverse. Right. The desire for retributive justice can launch us into the infernal cycle of reciprocal violence that has plagued humanity for most of our history. Inherently, the thirst for retaliation comes from hatred. Thus, people always seem to retaliate in excess, leading to perpetual escalation
1: right so i think about it think about it in terms of going to a club you're dressed up got your new fresh kicks on right you got your lady tip the bouncer and finsky whatever right <laughs> you're in the why club we don't get vip i know bottle i service. know i like tip him a finsky he's like okay wait in the parking lot <laughs> <laughs> but somebody steps on your shoes mm-hmm. they disrespected you to step on your shoes so then you're like hey You shove them. Now they got their boys with them, right? They can't just shove you back. Now they're going to maybe shove you and throw a drink on you. (laughs) And then it's on like Donkey Kong, right? (laughs) Then it goes, it escalates, and eventually somebody is launching a full-scale thermonuclear attack.
0: It's true, but that's how it works, yeah. right? You do something to me, I get angry, and the, the the thing is- You hit me,
1: I hit you back harder.
0: And the thing is, is that there is no real win in that, because no matter who's taking part in that, you're denigrating yourself from a humanistic perspective. I think you
1: should say that to somebody if they try to start a fight with
0: you. <laughs> it's like, you know,
1: sir, can you just calm down for a second? You are denigrating yourself by punching me out. It's
0: true, though. It's actually, if you really think about it, it's true. Of course it is. And that's why I said to you, you posted something on Twitter today, and I responded with this quote, Yeah, and I said, the only way to win is not to play. Right. So what she says then, she goes on to say, everything has turned into an us versus them mentality. Yeah. She's talking really about... Modern-day politics. Really what this piece was about was modern-day politics sure. and where would we fit modern-day politicians into the inferno. Sure. Uh, and she says, there is no space for dialogue with either side. We, we forget our neighbors. Sometimes we appear to let hate an anger triumph over what is good and what is just.
1: Now, is she talking about Star Wars? <laughs>
0: no, she's talking no. about modern day. Oh, this yeah. is 2018, right? So this is before, this is you know, dead center Trump. However, retaliation against others only serves to create greater factions between opposing sides and more fear, violence, and anger. Through mimetic violence, we can become indistinguishable from our enemies.
1: Okay, so Nietzsche. I'm, I'm just... You. You know, when you look into the abyss, it looks back into you. And when you fight monsters, take care that you do not become the monster.
0: That's right. So anyway, um, so Dante is not unlike a humanist in that he has a very intense interest and attraction to the classics, particularly the Romans. He is an Italian. Yeah. So of course he has an attraction to the Romans and you'll hear a lot in, if you read the Divine Comedy, you'll hear a lot about, you know, the like Caesar and, and, and even further back, the Greeks. So like all of the classics. Yeah, I was going to ask are, if
1: he included the Greeks yeah, in
0: that. Yeah, I he guess. definitely does.
1: Because clearly, I mean, at that point the Catholic Church was heavily invested in the wisdom of
0: the classics, the, the classics, right. right? But and also trying to figure out, well, how do we respect them, but Without also know that they, know,
1: though that they're burning in hell,
0: they're burning in hell. How do we yeah. deal with the fact that they were pagans, essentially, right. but they were brilliant, and we want to listen to right. what they and have we're going to say. To
1: take everything they said as if it were gospel,
0: <laughs> exactly. So, all right, so so Dante starts this. He's, he's kind of struggling. He's walking in a dark wood. Yeah. And then Beatrice from heaven sends Virgil.
1: Yeah. What's up, Virgil? Virgil. Yeah. It was the the, the Virgil. poet. Yeah.
0: Yes. And, and Virgil is there to lead Dante through this journey. Right. And so they start on this journey. Okay, so Dante and Virgil go through this first stage of hell. And there's a bunch of people there who are kind of ambivalent. They didn't... Like
1: where they can write with their left and their right hands. <laughs> What? What do you mean? What? <laughs> what do you mean? And that what? means
0: ambidextrous is what you're talking about. Okay.
1: I thought that's when you just didn't care about shit.
0: Oh, ambivalence is sort of, they lived without infamy or praise. They couldn't bring themselves to commit to either good or evil. Yeah. um Chaotic A lot of the people that are in this place are angels who were not really rebellious against God. Because remember, Lucifer. Is, was an yeah. angel. He was the most That's beautiful right. the of the bringer. angels, yeah. and he rebelled against God. Oops! And now, how would that work out? There he is. you human. know what?
1: Honestly, it didn't work out that bad. He's got like a he's like got his own realm. I mean,
0: <laughs> he was he, given he got own. promoted. Yeah, but he's in a well, according to Dante, in a lake of ice. He's frozen yeah, in he's, a lake of ice. Whatever. But anyway um so so there are angels here that weren't rebellious or really actually faithful it's just kind of the ambivalence they just kind of, this is where you will go no in fact you'll wow. you, you'll be blasphemy so you'll be you'll be actually the i as an agnostic yeah will be here like i wasn't really not i wasn't unruly but i wasn't really faithful you're you're
1: a little unruly i have to tell you
0: so (laughs) so this is where (laughs) i've noticed you
1: be pretty unruly from time to time (laughs) so
0: dante hears them all screaming and he and and lamenting not screaming they're not in pain they're lamenting just moaning but
1: virgil is like
0: ignore them they're shot like whiny bitches they're basic oh my god
1: i said basic (laughs) (laughs)
0: um they are just condemned to eternally chase a blank banner these people what does that mean Uh, They because they have no real guiding Oh, okay. They have no convictions. These are not, these are the people that do not have the courage of their convictions.
1: You suck, you people. You suck. So you suck.
0: These are the Like, compared
1: to me, you suck.
0: I do. I have. Wow. You're going to end up in hell. Whatever, I'm be, but at
1: least I'm going to know what I'm all about. All right,
0: so I'm going to be chasing a blank banner and yeah. being stung viciously by wasps.
1: Wow. That's
0: <laughs> and not worms that great. will be drinking my eating and drinking my tears and my blood.
1: No, that doesn't sound that great. Sounds terrible. It's a pretty serious uh, <laughs> pretty serious punishment for It sounds like a fairly neutral me, no. offense. It's, but,
0: it's terrible. Right. It's terrible. So, okay. Eternally,
1: right? Like not just for a week or something.
0: Okay. So Dante imagines hell as a series of nine circles. Yeah. Within some of those circles, there are multiple layers of circles. Of
1: course there are. All right. Because humans love dividing shit up. We love categorization.
0: First circle of hell is for innocent and virtuous pagans. So, this is where Virgil lives. Yeah, like Asterix
1: and Obelix. These and guys, those guys.
0: These guys and women, presumably, we don't hear a lot about them, women, but women are presumably there as well, um, are punished with eternity in an inferior form of heaven. There's no real punishment here. They're yeah. just not getting to bask in the glow of God's glory. Honestly,
1: this sounds like a pretty decent vacation it spot.
0: This sounds like an optimal place <laughs> right. to actually be. So because I if actually, you think that heaven sounds boring,
1: yeah, here's where I you want to go.
0: Because you're hanging out with guys like Homer, Socrates, Aristotle, Cicero, yeah. Hippocrates. All the coolest people.
1: Julius love Caesar. That. Yeah. What's up, Julie? You know. So I I actually I think I stayed here once.
0: You would really refer to Julie Caesar as Julie?
1: Yeah, of the Julii. <laughs> so I I actually stayed here once. It's actually called Volcano House, and it's on the Big Island, and it's just on the edge of a volcano's caldera. Ah. But you know you're surrounded by the steam coming up, and you're, you know it's pleasant. You know there are
0: walking trails. There's no lava. No one's burning.
1: Yeah, it's fine. Right. There's a decent breakfast. It's not amazing, right? <laughs> but there's a continental breakfast, you know? I mean, it's not like a full-on buffet, but you can get a bagel and some. And they have one of those pancake machines, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, those pancake dispensers. <laughs> those are awesome. I mean, they're not awesome, but they're fine. Right, so everything's kind of fun. honestly. Okay, this is where I choose to be, but keep going.
0: Okay, so virtuous non Christians are here. Yeah. So here's where, gonna, here's where we're here's where we're going to kind of interject ourselves. We won't oh, necessarily yeah. interject ourselves in every every I'm layer. I'm one hundred percent
1: into this level of hell. All
0: right, so who would you put there yourself?
1: Yeah. Uh, And obviously, anybody who predates Christianity... You don't
0: even want the shot at heaven.
1: I don't... I really don't. (laughs) Like, I'm... uh, Can can I opt out?
0: Someone online, I was reading an article, and they said, this is the place to go where, like, you would be here and... like small talk would become big talk because look at who you're hanging with. You're hanging with Socrates and Aristotle. This is right up your (laughs) alley. This
1: reminds me of, there is this episode of the Simpsons where they're at dinner and they start talking about politics. And Lisa goes, I feel like a Kennedy, (laughs) right? (laughs) Like you're having these elevated conversations. All right. So anyway, but you get you, yeah, you can, I mean, I can talk to the, most, some of the most brilliant people of all time. I'm down with being in this level. I don't know if I would qualify for this level because technically I was you're educated. <laughs> I mean, I was an altar boy, so I'm.
0: <laughs> hey, you're blaspheming. Yeah. So, there's blasph- blasphemy. Involved yeah. I in might
1: way. be in a lower level, but I would try to get to this level. Mm-hmm. This sounds like a great place to be.
0: Okay. Who would you put besides yourself in, in the, like now in today's world or, you know.
1: Yeah. So scientists that are, you know, atheists, right? So yeah. uh, like Christopher Hitchens would go yeah. there, right? Yeah. Um, da- uh, uh, Stephen, Dawkins. Stephen uh, Hawking. Stephen Hawking.
0: Mark, no, I'm taking that <laughs> no, out. That's my
1: Stephen Hawking impression. That's also okay.
0: your Whopper impression. It is.
1: They're the same voice.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, Carl Sagan, I think I would put there. Um,
0: your buddy Dave.
1: Dave, my friend Dave, Dave, we can hang for eternity and play some <laughs> awesome games of Dungeons and Dragons. Like, think about the Dungeons and Dragons game we could have. It's like on the oh, cusp of hell. Yeah, we're I like, mean, who's going to be in uh, today's uh, today's game of uh, D and Oh, S- Stephen King, you'd like to come in? Carl Sagan, you in? All right, down.
0: No, but just think about it. What if you would do what's that called, LARPing? Oh, and would- you would LARP through hell. Yeah,
1: we are like, <laughs> hey, guess what? Today. We're going to go pretend to fight demons. I know where there's some real demons. (laughs) Let's go do it. And we can't die. We're dead. This is amazing.
0: You'll automatically automatically regenerate right back in limbo.
1: Honestly, this is heaven. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. I think you mislabeled it there, Dante.
0: (laughs) Who would I put in that area? I mean, I think probably I agree with you on all of those. Yeah. What's his name? Um, Sam Harris. You oh, know, for sure. Like yeah, he's he, definitely he atheist. Would, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: he's hardcore atheist. Yeah, Daniel so- Dennett, who's a philosopher. That you don't know.
0: What are you assuming that I don't know? Daniel Dennett.
1: Do you know who Daniel Dennett Yeah, did? of
0: course I do. I watched all of those intellectual dark oh, webs right. I when I was educating you were, myself about this.
1: I forgot you were so well educated. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh
0: my God. How dare you? <laughs> for, you know, I, You're just pissed off about the spinach joke, aren't you? I'm so are. mad about that. Bitter as I'm, fuck, everyone. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. As so then.
1: Bitter is raw spinach.
0: All right. So, so I don't have anyone better to add to yeah, that. Yeah, I
1: think that's a reasonable, right?
0: Like, now let's,
1: let's say that they're probably not all great people. Like we were just listing all the great people, but I'm sure there are people who are just like, you know, I don't give a fuck about religion, whatever. And they're not especially amazing. Right. Or I, you know, I don't believe in God, but I do believe in, you know, cannibalism (laughs) or something like that. Right. Like Jeffrey Dahmer might be there. I don't know. No, he has some greater crimes. mm -mm, Probably he has to answer more. Yeah.
0: Loads more. All right. So, uh, yeah. So like if the worst that you are, and what's interesting to me is that Dante put Caesar there. But this just goes well, to yeah, show Well, yeah, because you,
1: he was he was pre-Christian.
0: He was pre-Christian, but, but Dan- not by a lot. Dante is not looking at the—he's not looking at the woke version of Caesar. So, like, right. if we look at Caesar now, we might say, Caesar, well, not a great guy. Not,
1: not the best guy. Well, I mean, look, he was a boss. He was a CEO. He had to get shit done. And sometimes that means I have to kick some ass, mm-hmm. according to Caesar.
0: Caesar says you have to break some eggs to make an omelet, but the thing is, is that nowadays woke culture says no,
1: no, don't just break
0: any eggs.
1: Coddle the eggs. Like we Hug don't even them.
0: eat eggs. We're vegan. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the second circle of hell, lust.
1: Oh, wow. So now I've been. Uh, I'm definitely. I could start off in circle one, but I could definitely see myself in circle two. <laughs> So right, but you
0: want to know the punishment for Circle 2?
1: Do you want me to tell you the punishment for Circle 2? Tell it to me. The punishment for Circle 2 is you're continually searching for that perfect porn clip and you never find <laughs> it. ha! <laughs>
0: It actually is that. That is like the modern day version of I'm what telling Dante you, That's described. what it is.
1: You're like, ah, no, that one. She's a little. Nah, she's a little. Nah, does, not, I don't like her hair.
0: Not that one. They just uh, started peeing, and oh, I never really anticipated. That's right.
1: Yeah. That that's right. That could happen. That could 100 percent happen.
0: Or right. um,
1: yeah, that one looks good. Oh, why is he smacking her in the face? I'm not into that. You know, whatever it is.
0: That's too far in. Yeah, that doesn't I, look comfortable. Yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly. It's like you know. (laughs) Or, oh, I don't, they don't look like they've showered recently, you know, whatever it is. And you're just constantly scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, and you never find a good one.
0: Okay. Not dissimilar. In Dante's imaginings, the punishment in the circle, uh, second circle of hell is to be blown violently back and forth. Blown
1: violently. Well, that does sound pretty awful.
0: Blown violently back and forth by strong winds, preventing them from finding peace? Yeah. And rest. That's
1: what I'm saying. So
0: you're here. Yeah. I just need peace
1: and rest for fuck's sake.
0: Spot on. It's like, I just need come to on, Pornhub.
1: <laughs> you can God do it.
0: Damn it. <laughs> Strong winds, in this case, people theorize, symbolize the restlessness of a person who is led by the desire for fleshly purposes.
1: Which I am on that team.
0: All right. So Dante put people like. Cleopatra, Tristan, oh,
1: Cleopatra was getting it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Helen of Troy, and then most famously, Paolo and Francesca. Were they just? Banging they were all the actually time? a real life couple. Yeah. Francesca had married, had been sort of betrothed in marriage, and like uh, her family put her into a marriage with Paolo's brother. And then Francesca met oh, Paolo. I've seen this video. And said Paolo is for me, and they ended up having kind of an affair. Of and, course they and did. Paolo's brother killed them so oh, that's real life wow
1: so how come well hopefully Paolo is brother is uh, even in a lower circle
0: well it was approved My. it was pro- approved uh, it because a, uh, an an there was, it was an honor killing so what ends up happening is Paolo and francesca end up in this circle of wind where they're just flying around yeah and they come to the realization, it seems to me when I read this, and actually I wrote a paper on this, everyone. Oh, so nice. Um it seems to me as I read that canto is that Paula Paolo and Francesca actually ended up really not liking each other very much. Yeah. They were hot for each other in the moment, but when they were condemned to eternity, yeah. It was a lot.
1: Yeah. So let me let me explain that to you. With a famous quote. (laughs)
0: Okay. (laughs) Are you ready? I'm ready. What is it? (laughs) I love famous quotes, everyone.
1: (laughs) Stan, you may find that wanting is not so pleasing as having. It is not logical, but it's true. And I'm quoting, of course, Spock. (laughs) (laughs) From from the episode Amok Time, where he goes back and has to try to, you know, he's like, He's getting all horny, like at once every seven years like the Vulcans do. But it turns out his lady has been making time with stan his rival. And he at the end, he's just basically saying, you can have her, right? And he's like, you may find that wanting is not so pleasing as having. It's not logical, but it is true. Huh. How do you like that? A little Star Trek reference. A
0: Star Trek reference. Okay, yeah. who do you put in the level of lust besides Spock. yourself?
1: Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, so Hugh Hefner, who was that lady who was very famous for being a, uh, not a Band-Aid, but you know, like a Pam DeBar. Uh,
0: Pamela DeBar. Goes She's pretty wanton. Hell? Mark. You don't think? Wow.
1: I mean, that's a good level. Again, this is still a pretty decent level of hell, although the wind thing is a little problematic. It's
0: really tough. They're fl- being thrown around by a wind they can't ever Maybe you'll ever learn rest. how to
1: navigate it and uh, get some No, they never something.
0: get... No, see, that's the thing is you have hope. And they, they said at the beginning of the gates of oh, hell... Oh, abandon all abandon hope. Abandon all hope, ye who enter.
1: Except for Mark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Pamela DeBar, evidently. Right, I don't maybe. know.
1: But uh, like who else? I don't know. Who else would I put there? Who's like super wanton? I don't I would really say track Bill Clinton. Things. Oh, Bill Clinton's definitely there, right? Yeah, He's that's definitely. Who I, would. I
0: would put Bill Clinton uh, in you're there. You're not
1: wrong. John F. Kennedy.
0: Kennedy, also Kennedy. Yeah. I, I so, would put Kennedy there.
1: Yeah. A lot so, of those presidents. So while we might, might not be able to have sex in that level, we might be able to have some decent political debates. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hey, Bill Clinton, how's it going?
0: No, but no. Hey, JFK. Everyone's silent. Can we talk about the <laughs> Cuban <laughs> Missile Crisis. <laughs> third circle of health jeez we're only in the third circle gluttony
1: yeah whatever it's um, excess
0: right like it's you know who
1: goes there mr creosote <laughs> 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 better better get a bucket i'm to throw up all
0: right so these guys are punished by being forced to lie in a vile slush that is produced by a never-ending icy rain
1: now see why does that make any sense why why don't they like why doesn't the punishment fit the crime better I,
0: According to them, it does. According to Dante, it does. This vile slush symbolizes personal degradation of one who overindulges in food, drink, and otherworldly pleasures. While the they can't tell that anybody else is in there; it's just them suffering this. So it's just like a very personal, awful, uncomfortable place to be. That's terrible. It's a bad punishment. I wouldn't want yeah, that would be very uncomfortable. I mean, for, the, for
1: if I was. The devil, right? I would design it like more like there's a sandwich that, you know, continuously recedes from you, right? Like, like, oh, the sandwich. Oh, it's it's just out of my reach.
0: Uh, That's very Greek. Yeah, that's like Sisyphus, Sisyphus. right? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. No, so so this is this seems to me to be very. It's very focused on the individual because gluttony yeah. is very selfish. Very they Catholic. can't they can't yeah. see each other. They don't know anyone else is suffering it. They think their suffering is the worst because I don't know. Maybe in some ways it is the worst. Um, and they so, but yeah, it's about excess. It's about yeah. sort of like a lot of these. So there's there's um. Lust, gre- um, um, gluttony, and greed kind of yeah. speak to excess, right? So greed is the next level. But, like, what would you do – would, who would you put in as a glutton? But what if we think about gluttony in a more – like a more symbolic way? Gluttony, I would say that, like, Trump would fit in gluttony. Or, or his kids, like Ivanka. And, and Kushner would fit in gluttony. Because what about Joey Chestnut,
1: who famously wins the Coney Island hot dog eating contest every year?
0: So you're taking it very literally, and uh, I, uh, yeah. I respect gluttony that. Gluttony is gluttony. I respect that, but I feel like there could be a gluttony that speaks to, well, maybe that's coming later. Well, like
1: Zuckerberg, you want to put him there?
0: Yeah, I mean, those guys, but that could also be greed, and greed is right here Right, next that's to what I'm it. saying. So okay. gluttony
1: is, is conspicuous and you know uh overconsumption.
0: i would say that like ivanka yeah like like people because we just learned the other day in the news potentially ivanka and kushner have made earned like 640 $600 million, million yeah. dollars working in the white house it's like right. what are you how yeah um okay uh so the fourth circle of hell is greed also would fit those um right so this is divided into two groups those who hoarded possessions Right. And those who lavishly spent possessions. So
1: obviously Gordon Gecko.
0: <laughs> and they are jousting. Yeah. So they use great weights as a weapon, pushing yeah. it with their chest.
1: Finance bros.
0: Which symbolize their selfish drive for fortune during their lifetime. There
1: will be a lot of finance bros here. A
0: lot of finance guys. A lot of hedge fund guys. Yeah. Jo- yeah. uh, what's that guy, Jordan something? Not Jordan Catalano. He's in my so-called life. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I know a,
1: you mean the guy from the guy from Wolf of Wall, Wolf of Wall Street. Street. Yeah, he's definitely there. <laughs> he's definitely there.
0: Uh, so, so that kind of that kind of person. Yep. Then we move on to the fifth circle of hell, which is anger, wrathful. And sullen. So this is another one that has two layers. Right. So the furious... The furious are fighting with each other, according to Dante, on the surface of the river Styx, and the sullen, who are wrath-turned in, like, so wrathful that they can't even speak about it. They're just so... They're so angry mm, that they, they are under the surface, kind of gurgling under the surface of the river Styx, but just kind so of it like seems drowning like, and seems not like you're drowning. better
1: off if you express it.
0: <laughs> Maybe because, because you're, you're fighting on girly. the surface. Yeah, at least What's you, interesting about that level is I remember that I think like some guy that Dante knew in his life because yeah. he puts a lot of people in there yeah, that he's he like, knew. fuck
1: you. You're going in my book.
0: So Dante puts. People that he knows in. And there's this guy who's fighting, and then all of a sudden he comes over and he's talking to Dante and Virgil. like I would put and they're like, crossing the river I would put Six. like
1: bar bros in this, right? The ones that go out and just can't help getting into a bar fight every weekend. Um, I would put Mike Tyson
0: probably <laughs> here. Did you see that Mike Tyson has something called Mike Bites? Yeah,
1: I just found this. <laughs> I, I was today years old when I found this out, by the way. Somebody asked me about it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, he has like uh edible like marijuana edibles that are shaped like ears that you eat.
0: Pieces of ears.
1: I mean interesting marketing technique. So okay.
0: I'm here for it, Mike. Well done. Yeah. Making kind of satirizing yourself.
1: He's like, I can't believe you guys are here. You know I'm gonna beat all of you up, right? <laughs> I'm ecstatic to see you. <laughs>
0: Wrathful.
1: Karen's end up here probably. Karen's
0: probably be wrathful. Yeah, Karen's. Karen's like unwarranted There's gonna be a
1: lot of people looking for managers. And you know what's gonna they're gonna find out there are no managers on the food.
0: Who are sullen angry people? Like like like.
1: teenagers mostly. Like all I, teenagers are ending up here. Yeah.
0: If you die, if you die as a teenager, yeah, you die
1: before you graduate high school. You're gurgling beneath you're 100% the You're 100 going to be under the river sticks.
0: You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay. Um. Next.
1: Like if if you're if your main reaction to everything is eye roll, you're under the river sticks right now.
0: Not wrong. Not wrong. Okay. Sixth circle of hell is heresy. So these guys. Said stuff. The heretics are condemned to eternity in flaming tombs.
1: Right. Mormons, uh, cult leaders.
0: Right. So so Dante sees a couple of Florentines that he knows, but then he also sees other notable historical figures. So let me just give you a little. Yeah, run them down. Greek philosopher Epicurus.
1: Really, because he's like all about the good tasting food. <laughs> I have no
0: idea. <laughs> Holy Roman Emperor Frederick the Second. But okay, so that gives you a little bit of context about who he puts there. These are the heretics. Who would you con- Who would you consider heretics in this day and age? I would say that oh, like yeah. people that are de- science oh, yeah. deniers, like people who actively try to yeah, encourage like flat earth people. people. Yeah. But okay, who would you put? To be contem- condemned, they're condemned to eternity in flaming tombs. So here's where you get some fire, right? So like, Product here's what I... first our,
1: was Barbarossa.
0: Here's right the, f- here's where you get the flames, Ooh. which you normally, We're everybody now, kind of like assumes is what hell is like. Right,
1: now we've introduced fire.
0: Fire. All
1: right, so who are we trying to put in here?
0: Um, her- heretics.
1: heretics. So yeah, I'm going to say... Uh,
0: in this day and age anti-vax science, anti-vax hey, science deniers gwyneth
1: paltrow did you want to know where you're going to end up <laughs> so, right there jenny
0: mccartney yeah jenny McCarthy. mccarthy
1: yeah she's circle six right? <laughs> um who else you know just yeah science deniers flat earthers QAnon people
0: are they heretics though yep they're,
1: oh, they're heretics
0: no because they actually do believe in god
1: yeah, but they don't believe in the truth, so. Mm.
0: Okay, you're right. Anybody who, okay, so everybody in our, oh, oh, you know oh. who goes here. Who? Dr.
1: Dr. Uh, what's his name?
0: <laughs> what was his name? Dr. Z. Dr. Dr. Z. Z. Yeah, Dr. Dr. Z. Dr. Z. Dr. Z. Dr. Z. Dr. Z, you're, you're here, you here. bitch.
1: <laughs> Unless there's another one for scam artists. All right, so but,
0: everyone, yeah. some of these references are going back to our anti-science episodes. So go listen to all beginning. of our we'll episodes 20 times. We'll No, we'll link them. Don't listen to 20 times, everyone. But we'll link them. 20 times. So, no, Mark. All right. Seventh circle of hell. Here it comes. Violence.
1: You know who's guarding the sixth circle of hell, by the way? Medusa. I don't remember And that. the Furies. Why the would gates that be? Are, the heri- are guarded, heretics? Are- yeah. By the fallen angels, the Furies, and Medusa. Hmm. They threatened Dante and Virgil and refused, and we're going to refuse them access. All our serial killers, you want to find out who Saucy Jack is?
0: <laughs> That's where you go. Right, go right All there. All right, so A punishment. I'm looking for okay. Jack the Ripper. Hang on. Pun- violence, though, is multivalent. Of course. So there is the Outer Ring, which houses murderers and others who are violent to people and property, to their neighbors.
1: Okay. So if you kill people next door,
0: if you kill people
1: in your community,
0: in your community or outside of your community, if you you're killing someone else, you're being violent or violent towards someone else. Right. Grievous bodily harm. Then there's a middle ring to this level. There's a middle ring to this level. And he sees here. This is harsh, but this is this is Christianity in the, the, you know, 1400s or no. Fourteen hundreds. No, thirteen hundreds. Thirteen hundreds. This yeah. is Christianity in the thirteen hundreds. Fourteenth century. He sees suicides.
1: Oh. Well, that seems a bit harsh, doesn't it? <laughs> so like, like they haven't been through enough.
0: <laughs> so the the middle ring, the suicides have actually been turned into trees and bushes, and those trees and bushes are being fed upon by harpies. <laughs> yeah. And then he also sees profligates. They're violent against I guess nature.
1: I don't know.
0: No. Profligates. Right. So the in the in the middle ring, suicides and profligates. Suicides are turned into trees and bushes and profligates are chased and torn to pieces by dogs.
1: Well, that seems pretty serious.
0: Mark, would you like to explain to everyone what a profligate is?
1: Uh sure. So they're very self-indulgent, right? They're just, like, all about themselves. They're very self-centered. But
0: where's the violence there?
1: Um, I don't know. I didn't Like, they're violent against themselves. maybe. Themselves, yeah. their better nature. I don't know. Seems dumb.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, day. those guys are running around through the woods that are made of suicides. Well, but puppies... I mean, you know,
1: their life isn't that bad.
0: And they're being, no, they're being torn apart by dogs. Well, here's
1: the thing right up until the point when the dogs get to them. They might experience a little bit of joy. It's like, oh, puppies, and they're running towards I don't me. I think it's puppies. I think it's well, like whatever. vicious hounds. Yeah, but hounds. we love we love doggos.
0: Hellhounds.
1: We love doggos. Do we
0: love hellhounds?
1: Well, whatever. I mean,
0: I don't think we love hellhounds. Why judge
1: no. them before they get All to right. you?
0: the inner ring are blasphemers. <laughs> How is that violent? <laughs> and sodomites. Oh, because well, it's it's yeah. va- blasphemers are violent against God.
1: Yeah, I don't it's know if you violence. can be actually violent against an well, infinite being. Well, it is. But Blasphemers
0: whatever. are violent against God and sodomites. Now, here is this is no problem for me whatsoever to pick someone. Like, obviously, serial killers, all the murderers, right, all right, the bad. Right. Oh, okay. Like, this is where you might find, rapists. Like, like, the Hitlers, the um, violence would be rapists, I would no, say. No, no, no. I have
1: a spot for Hitler. Okay.
0: Mm. But, like, I feel like those— Mangala. Those, like these guys, yeah. Like the really violent... Um,
1: Twisted, psychopathic.
0: Stalin, probably. Like violent oh, guy. I have
1: a spot for Stalin already. I know
0: you're going yeah. to try and put him into his mouth, but you can't because that's not where they go. This well, is violent.
1: It is if I say.
0: <laughs> All right. So, but sodomites, I'm taking that out and I'm going to say homophobic people.
1: All right. I like it.
0: Everybody who is homophobic, everybody who is transphobic, yeah. everybody who is in... Um sensitive. What yeah. So So see, sodomy to me is acting against well, that's what they would have defined it. An act against nature. Yeah. Right? Like violence against nature. And they would have said, well, sodomites, and what they meant when they said sodomites would be homosexual people. Right. In nowadays, I would say
1: I'm down acting, with homophobes. Acting against nature whatever.
0: is actually transphobes and homophobes. Right. That's actually acting against nature. I'm because with of you. course we know much more um, about nature. About nature. Yeah. Okay. So that's my my. I'm that's fine my with your assignment. Although circle. In
1: general, I just have to be on the record of saying I'm against hell because there's no crime that's worth eternal punishment.
0: Well, those guys are just they're turned into trees. But then they're eaten, <laughs> by furies. But like uh, the next day, they're a tree again. So I don't know how much yeah. consciousness is there. Like I'm well, fine with it. I mean, like it's... they're very bad people.
1: Well, they definitely are.
0: All right, eighth circle of hell, which is you know. Wow, well, we're starting all to get serious. These, now. All of these things are like worse yeah. and worse and worse. So, right. worse, so worse. than, than murderers
1: murder. are people who didn't rewind their videotapes no. when they return them to Netflix. The I fraud- mean to uh, Blockbuster.
0: The fraudulent. Oh, scammers. Fraud. Hey. In the, in his mind is worse than murder.
1: Oh my God! That
0: tells you something, That's so everyone. Basic. <laughs> that tells you something about the I didn't the want Middle to be ages, there with all the everyone. poors. <laughs> um. All right. So the punishment here is is divided into ten bulges. So there are lots of different ten. What bulges. I don't like know what a
1: bulge is unless it's a where your ditch. pantalones just puff out a little bit near your crotch. It's
0: a stony ditch and there are bridges between them. Okay? okay. So within the bulge one, Dante sees panderers and seducers. So seducers. I might be there. Seducers would be the rapists. Oh, that's no, I'm, not what they de- would I'm be definitely talking. not there then. I take that
1: back 100%. <laughs> All
0: right. So, so rapers in his mind, rapists are worse than murderers.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's you can make an argument, right? It's I mean, it's pretty horrific.
0: It's a bad. I mean, it's, and a it's
1: tough, and it's a continuing. Punishment. Why could you make
0: that argument? See, I don't I'll think you how. can make that argument I'll because you, you say to yourself, "Well, her virtue was more important than her life." No. no,
1: but what I'm saying is
0: that's what you say when you say not necessarily. Rape what is I'm saying worse is than murder.
1: is that like, would you say that torture is worse than murder? Like, you go you pop a cap in someone, double tap on the forehead, boom they're out.
0: Or Oh no, torture, you torture is much them. worse. Ah.
1: So this is why I would make an argument that rape, not necessarily that it's worse than murder, but that it could cons- be considered worse than murder, which is it's an ongoing continual torture. They have to carry now this pain, this anguish for long periods of time.
0: But you assume that they carry shame for it.
1: No, not not shame, the pain of it, the fear of it, the terror
0: Maybe, if it's only fear, but that's that's post-traumatic stress. That's right. But if you think about it as if they're carrying around shame, they shouldn't feel ashamed. It's not their fault that it happened. But here we are back to victim blaming.
1: Right. So I would say, so, like, if you had to choose for, I mean, this is horrible, but if you had to choose for a child, you either get instantly killed or continually raped.
0: Continually raped. No, but there would be you cuz it's a one and done thing. So no, you are you are oh, killed?
1: How is that how is that?
0: No, you are ki- look like, because you have to level that playing field. You oh, get I killed or you get raped.
1: Well, it's it's not a great choice. Let's just say that.
0: Obviously you get raped. And then well, you get therapy afterwards, and no, see, dude. this is a very masculine way I'm to look dude. at it. No, <laughs> right? So this is, Mark no way is his <laughs> you know raping me misogyny, everyone. Sorry, raping me. No, I'm showing the patriarchy. Sorry, All right, so that's Bulger one. Dante sees panders and, and seducers, and Bulger two, he finds flatterers.
1: So I would put people like Mike Pence. <laughs> right um um,
0: well you can see where that happens right because if a flatter if somebody is 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 bolstering someone with false praise
1: yeah
0: that's leading someone potentially down a really bad path or it's lent it's 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 potentially supporting someone to become a hitler
1: guess what you can't really make a good strong argument that they belong in the eighth circle you can't.
0: All right, let's move on. After crossing the bridge to Bulge 3, he and Virgil see those who are guilty of simony. Simony is selling
1: Indulgences. favors for the
0: church, right? Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, yes that's bad. Is it eight circle bad? No. It's not right up there with rapists, right? So
0: you're like, it's a relevance thing for you, but for him, because he was very. Oh steeped no, I get it. The, yeah, yeah I, the, get it. Right? I get it. Right. Okay. That was
1: very serious. The selling of indulgences was a very serious problem, and it so
0: was, now, what would you say is a very serious problem in the Catholic Church, though? Hiding, masking the fact that there were sex scandals, right? Sure, so, so then I mean, you have I, to make an equivalent. But right? you like,
1: almost have to call them like accessories to the rapists, right? but, I but um, this is I would a very church say, specific i would also say um like the mega church uh you know scam yeah. right where you're just continually scamming people like oh yes i can uh we'll, oh, send, so you yeah, we'll send you a cure yeah we'll send you a cure yeah just send us your social security check
0: right right thing. right okay uh then they go they find sorcerers and false prophets
1: now sorcerers should be in heaven they're,
0: great. they're awesome <laughs> harry like potter? are you gonna put yeah are you gonna harry put like potter. harry you're potter
1: in, <laughs> uh, or in gandalf
0: circle of hell yeah no jesus
1: no yeah, sorcerers are deal. awesome all right who, who there with sorcerers
0: false prophet so david uh, koresh
1: yeah you know i'm fine with that that's fine
0: david koresh is okay you're okay to have him there yeah like charles you know, manson yes, yes leslie wine
1: Oh yes, clearly. <laughs> um, I almost said Tempest. <laughs> Vanguard, Vanguard, right? Tempest no, does not. He belongs in wherever he wants. Okay,
0: to. so Bolja Five. Bolja. Bolja Five housed corrupt politicians. Oh yeah, for well, sure. Everyone
1: well, easy. I mean every
0: polit- every president of the United States.
1: <laughs> well, but I would put some, you know, particularly egregious egregious ones there.
0: Or who right? are the particularly corrupt ones? Uh,
1: Taylor, I think, was pretty bad. Wow, um, digging deep. Obviously, uh, Nixon, Nixon would definitely yeah. be there. Trump, clearly, um, but Clinton, maybe if he, you know, doesn't make it into the uh, lust ring, he would definitely probably be here. Um, Newt Gingrich
0: just six are hypocrites.
1: Whoa, uh-oh! I just got dropped down. I mean, obviously Doc Holliday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I mean, so hypocrites. And then you get thieves and evil counselors. So thieves and hypocrites and evil counselors. Yeah. And advisors. Right. So like, um, Tom Stephen Hagen. Miller
1: tom Hagen, right
0: <laughs> those guys are they're all in they're all in this uh, worse than murderers i disagree divisive um, individuals what does that mean divisive individuals who's know. divisive and why would they be in the worst circle of hell i don't know that seems i kind of reject various falsifiers such as alchemists perjurers and counterfeits yeah so lying well, is worse mm-hmm. than killing.
1: Yeah, that seems like a lot.
0: What Dante? What is happening right Dante, now? Dante, you like, need Dante's, to get your priorities and really, tighten his up. His priorities bit. are not tighten in,
1: up, Dante.
0: This is a problematic layer. All right, so but now here we go. We we come into the layer of hell that is dedicated to treachery. So oh, yeah. by far for him, worse than murder, worse than falsifying, yeah, <laughs> is treachery. Betrayal. Is betrayal yeah. right? Yeah. And I think that I kind of get that, and I kind of agree with him.
1: Because you trusted For that me, person, yeah. And they because did I you wrong. I
0: trusted them and they they did yeah. me wrong.
1: I mean, you can hold that position. I, if you want. I think it's you. false. I think it's wrong. But you can definitely hold that position. I mean, it is a very serious, egregious offense.
0: Okay. So in in his case, this is this level of hell is a frozen lake. So this isn't burning devil hell. Well, it's, this is a frozen lake, yeah. and and the closer in you get to. Lucifer, who's stuck in the middle of it, are people buried deeper in the lake. So, like, the worst guys. So, like, you have your toe in
1: if you're just kind of a treacherous guy. right? So,
0: those who committed more severe sins of treachery are deeper within the ice. Benedict Arnold. So, there are four rounds. Four rounds. uh, It's named Kaina after Cain, who killed his brother. Round two is named Antonora after Antenor of Troy, who was Priam's counselor during the Trojan War.
1: Okay, good for him.
0: <laughs> round 3 is named Ptolemaea after Ptolemy.
1: Was that wasn't he wasn't played by ba- Brad Pitt. Right? No. <laughs> all right, well then I don't care.
0: <laughs> well, round 4 is named Judecca after Judas Iscariot, well, the is, apostle who who betrayed Christ with right. a kiss, okay?
1: But he's not personally there. He's no, got another spot.
0: He's got another spot. So in the center of all of this hell, this frozen tundra of ice lake is Lucifer. Yeah, there he is. He's stuck in there. He's got three heads. And in each of his mouths, I don't know how he could have been the most beautiful angel if he had three I think, heads. I think, I think mean, maybe
1: he lost his looks maybe. after a
0: while. <laughs> like, <laughs> it wasn't like, he, it was He let himself downgrade. go he did a bit. Lay, lay, yeah. as, you know, you're in He's home. like, you know
1: what? You were, you were hot. <laughs> then you grew a couple extra heads. It was now not a
0: glow up. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Now you're not. all
1: like, you know, you're frozen <laughs> in ice. You're just not as good looking as you once were.
0: Right. Okay. So, so maybe that's part of his punishment. But so he has three heads, three mouths. And in each of his mouths, he has a person well no so, he doesn't
1: have three mouths in each head
0: no he has three mouths total a mouth, mouth in each head it's like so do he we have to come heads, up with nine
1: people to put in these mouths No, three yeah. heads
0: three right, mouths. Right, right 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 all right so in one mouth he has
1: uh judas iscariot
0: in another mouth he has
1: um pontius pilate no no a betrayer
0: um, Brutus.
1: Brutus, oh, sure, yeah.
0: Betrayed G- Julius Caesar. This is what Judas I mean. Judas
1: was like hoping like I could get into the pagan ring, but no, <laughs> now you're going to put me in Satan's mouth.
0: Judas is like in Satan's mouth. Brutus and Cassius, both of them betrayers of Julius Caesar? Yeah. Those are the other two. So like, That's like only very
1: one. Romano-centric.
0: It really is, <laughs> and this is what is so fascinating to me yeah. about Dante because yeah. he is so... He's very, very focused on the Romans. Surely
1: there were other betrayers. Caesar, Caesar yeah.
0: is back up in good hell, Yeah, like, you know, in limbo, right. and he's like just Well, he got a lot chilling. of
1: sympathy from getting killed. He, I mean, well, he did.
0: It was yeah. a very bad end. But he, you know, he's back there in spite of all of the terrible things that Caesar did yeah. in conquest well, and we're overcoming, those, you know, we yeah. did, that, that didn't clock we're just for We're
1: gloss over those.
0: Dante, but, <clears throat> but his two betrayers and then Judas. It's crazy to me. That those two guys, who didn't even have a concept of God. Right. In like this Herod, sense,
1: not there. No. You know, Conscious Pilate. Not there. Not
0: in the mouths. Now, he may have been in the I'm lake. sure he was
1: in one of them. He was in right. the lake. Yeah. I'm
0: sure. But, But okay. So who would you put in the three Satan mouths?
1: Okay. You mean modern day?
0: Modern day. Right. Like right. now these are betrayers though. This is treachery. This is yes. not bad treachery. murderers. Treachery. Vile, vile treachery.
1: Uh I'm definitely putting Donald Trump in one of them.
0: You think he's a treacherous guy? Oh
1: yeah. He betrayed his country, his family, his wives. He just betrays, betrays, betrays every day, all day.
0: Okay. You're gonna all not right? have a lot of fans after this, I, and you're also gonna fine. have a lot of fans after this. Yeah,
1: whatever. If you know, if you don't like me for thinking Donald Trump was the, one of the worst people of the twenty second, twenty first century, rather. Fine, I can okay. live with that. So, uh, who else am I going to put in there? I don't know, like maybe like Paul Pot or Stalin. Who did they betray? Um, they're people. The, yeah, they're people. Now let's and the say, contract. Their yeah, social contract. Yeah. Now let's say, um, who really betrayed you? You do one.
0: So you're looking writ Larn.
1: Oh yes.
0: And I'm a woman.
1: Yeah, you're like very personal. (laughs) Like, um, and Annette from seventh grade, (laughs) who didn't vote for me for class treasurer.
0: No, no. Um, I would put God. Who would I put for betrayal?
1: Yeah, it's not easy.
0: Nixon, I think I would put there. Yeah, he's. I mean, you think he betrayed his people? I think he betrayed. He did. He did. You know, did he do anything? So is it relative? Do you say, well, Nixon, but then it's also every president who ever did anything that was dishonest to the American people. No,
1: because you can't do that because then you'd have, the Satan's mouth would be completely full.
0: Uh, okay, I got you one.
1: Yeah, lay it on me.
0: George, uh, what's his number? George. Fifth. The fifth of England. Do you do? Betrayed Tsar Nicholas. Probably bad guy because Tsar Nicholas and his entire yeah. family could have- lived they wouldn't have had to gone through that terrible yeah. situation right
1: of, getting, if George killed of getting killed in
0: that basement i would say that was a pretty big betrayal that yeah. might seem small potatoes in the big scheme of things but to me i feel like that's a big betrayal yeah um maybe even the kaiser for betraying his family connections and entering all into right. world war one any at, at all yeah. and that really world war one leads to world war Two. you don't really have hitler you don't have the opportunity for Hitler if you don't have World War One. so. What
1: about Thomas Edison?
0: Oh, because of what he did to Tesla. Yeah. Maybe. Like, he's in, a, he's in the ice. He's in the ice somewhere. I don't the know if he's in the, in the chompers.
1: Yeah. What about Zuck? What about Zuckerberg?
0: Oh, because of what he did to the Whatever twins. The,
1: yeah. And um, also that other guy who is was oh, an yeah, early the other investor.
0: Um, we
1: could put Zuck in there.
0: Not in the mouth. Not in
1: the mouth. Well, I mean, I wouldn't put Zuck in my mouth either, but <laughs> I'm not even entirely sure he's human. So. <laughs> not
0: even in the like,
1: mouth. Have you ever seen videos of him talking about uh, Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce?
0: No, and I don't want to.
1: He's just, he's so robotic and he's, it, you, you honestly feel like before this he goes, humans like barbecue sauce, right? I'm gonna do a barbecue sauce video, (laughs) and and like he has this video where he has like Baby Ray's sweet, sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce on his bookshelf, and then there's one where he's out grilling, and he says the phrase "Sweet Baby Ray's" like a hundred times, and he's like, "I hear humans also drink water," (laughs) you know. (laughs) I think I feel like Zuck. I mean, Mm. I'm I'm gonna say the Zuck
0: in his mouth though. I don't know. I, I mean, like, what are big betrayals? What are big? I mean, that's
1: a pretty big one. What's a
0: big b- betrayal that has been perpetuated on a massive scale?
1: I mean, you know Benedict Arnold.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're removed from that, but I'm sure that that was pretty big rupture. It's tough. You would think that it would be really easy, and that we would have some right. fun ones like lined up that we would. Well, I mean, have...
1: you can even say like Deep Throat, right? He betrayed, you know. He
0: betrayed Nixon.
1: Yeah, but good for the
0: <laughs> for the good. Oh, what about like Julian Assange?
1: Ah, yes. Or um, that's a very ambiguous one, right? Right. So he definitely betrayed. Or who's the other? Or one? um, what's his name? Uh, Snowden.
0: So yeah, Edward, Edward Snowden. Snowden.
1: So he definitely betrayed his country. Was
0: you, it for the common people, good? Some people,
1: some people would argue that it was. I would not be one of them. But yeah, so that would be an interesting so one. All right, I'm going to see say where you come down. I'll say, Snowden. Uh,
0: I'll say Snowden yeah. for another one. All right. Well, we have come through all of the circles of Hellmark. We have. What doomed a, people to hell here yeah. willy willy nilly just at our whim. we have
1: i mean we're, we have been you know, god if we yeah if we were god things would be very unevenly applied
0: in terms of justice <laughs> that's true mm-hmm. all right so we're very
1: arbitrary and you know short-sighted all
0: right so the way i want to wrap this up is to talk about this version of hell as being a reflection of not the devil being in charge right this is god being in charge
1: yeah well, I mean, this ultimately is, he should be, right? This is
0: God being in charge because the devil, Satan, Lucifer.
1: The light bringer,
0: He was in the cold ice lake as well. He's being yeah. punished himself. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Not by himself, certainly.
0: No. There's somebody who has set this whole system up with all yep. these circles of yep. hell. Uh, it's not Dante. It's how Dante, imo- well, I mean, it is Dante, but it's it is, how Dante, Dante imagines God would do it would do it okay yeah. and 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 so satan is not this and it's an interesting thing because throughout that time ev- people believed that this that the devil was a very present he was a very active force yeah. that he was able to go and do things and um and cause tr- problems mischief and, and, and mischief and and and, yeah. and 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 tempt you to evil but really in in this imagining of him he is he's himself. Being, he's yeah. being punished.
1: Like he's not, you know, influencing you any more than Charles Manson was, right? I mean, he's locked up, can't do any more harm. He
0: is there in the frozen it's lake of He's just an
1: evil ice. presence that you know about,
0: right? So heaven is of God's doing. Purgatory, where you, God's you know, doing. you've got tasks that you have to get through to be able to get pass yeah. up and 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 work off your sins. Like, is it
1: mostly like diagramming sentences and stuff like that?
0: That <laughs> would be health. That would be purgatory for me. Or like advanced algebra. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'd be like quadratic oh
1: equations no, or whatever. What?
0: And, uh, but no teacher and just yeah, a book. That's
1: right. Just like, you know what? <laughs> but
0: the book is in like yeah. Chinese. <laughs> yeah, here's,
1: here's here's some math problems. Good luck. See you in a thousand years.
0: <laughs> and I'd be just like, I'd fuck. have to teach my,
1: you'd have to invent calculus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> God damn it. Um, but so, so everything in this book, in this universe, is set by God that's and right. put into motion by God. That's and it right. is not...
1: Well, that's a little problematic theologically, isn't it? it
0: well, I mean, because what does it's that one say of my about arguments. God?
1: Yes, that's one of my many, many arguments <laughs> against the existence of God. Sorry, people. Well,
0: that's only assuming that God is all good. But maybe God is all good, and within a, in his construct of all good, there has to be some kind of punishment for evil. Well, see, that's
1: a Socratic question, isn't it? Is it good because god says it's good mm-hmm. or is it good because you know it's just good it's right intrinsically and, and, good exactly and god just happens to be intrinsically good well that's a problem isn't it
0: <laughs> it is it sounds like a problem for another podcast
1: get back to me religious people
0: <laughs> all right mark what a fun episode. It was fun. I hope, I think.
1: I mean, you know, brush up on your classical literature, people.
0: <laughs> classical. Well, this is med- Middle Ages, yeah. a medieval well, literature, so.
1: Classical-ish.
0: Yeah. Um, All right. Well. And
1: then next week we're doing Beowulf. So get ready. Oh
0: my God. No. Beowulf is so hard to read. No, 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 no. Next week I think we are going to be doing, um, is there a social contract between celebrities? Yes. And their audience.
1: And the answer is no. The end.
0: (laughs) Well, we'll discuss that a little bit. We will. Um, And then we will get back to after, so not not this episode, not next episode, but the episode afterwards is going to, we're going to dive back into true crime and we're going to be talking about internet sleuths. So That's right. There we will be. Alright, we have social media. We have Twitter. I mean, you can hardly
1: avoid it these days.
0: That's true. We have Twitter. I am at Serious Produce. Mark is at Mark Eats Peach. And we have a podcast Twitter, which is at Extemporaneous 2. We have an Instagram, which is gen Gen extemporaneous and we have a facebook now gen extemporaneous
1: and of course just so you know just because we assigned uh the founder of facebook to the mouth of the devil (laughs) or somewhere (laughs) in that lake of ice (laughs) doesn't mean you should go and ban our account or anything that's
0: correct thank you thanks uh, keep us on board all right so um i guess that's all i have to say um you want to go and catch some music
1: Let's do it. Bye. Peace, peace out, Cub Scouts. Wow. That's the most extreme. And that's the ninth story, blowy of all time. We're
0: not they, <laughs> like his entire body.
1: Yeah, that's a very extreme blow. Oh
0: my god. All right. Look, so no.
1: Was his dick in his mouth? Yes or no?
0: I'm not sure if it went below his head. Oh uh, yes. His head was sticking oh no. It, is their, their feet, head, it was is always there. His head. His head is sticking out. their upper
1: torso in. was sticking out. So oh. answer my question. I
0: feel like his head was in in the in the uh, illustrations. His head. Is, and head his first butt in is sticking today, and his out. legs are sticking. How are you going to recognize
1: him? In. Does anybody know what Judas's butt
0: looks like? I don't know. Wow.
1: And you should have quoted uh, Whopper. I did. W O P E R. Wait, well, a W O P R. Well, you got to give him the little dash W O P R. <laughs> I mean, he deserves to be quoted and fully accredited. It's true. And then you know you could also say, "Hello, Professor Falcon," and then go ibid.
0: <laughs> okay. Have you ever? <laughs> <You> ever... <laughs> it's still funny. That is
1: the most amazing thing I have ever seen. <laughs> we had to edit something really quick because we we're getting some background noise. And Christina recreated her her <laughs> legitimate response to my joke.
0: Because it's still funny.
1: But it was 100% authentic. How did you do that? <laughs> you're like a, the greatest actress since Meryl Streep. Honestly, I can't believe anything you say at this point.
0: <laughs> Fair.